Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online podcast. GVC is a non-denominational church in Flint, Michigan, and our mission is simple. To love God, love people, and love life. I know that you will be blessed by the message and the words that God has for you today. Now, here's Pastor Tony. Well, this is one of those nights where I get the privilege of of passing the baton, and uh, I asked my wife if she'd be interested in ministering, and she's always ready, and she's always got something good to say, and so, praise the Lord, I'm going to invite her up, and she's going to preach the word, and praise God, it's going to be a good night, amen, amen. I don't know what your hand, what you're telling me no for. There you go. Why? Why what? Why is it? You're preaching tonight. What? We had this conversation. No, we didn't. <laughs> the conversation was on Monday. I, you're going to do Wednesday night, and I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> that, that was the conversation. That was the conversation. Like, no, I can't. Praise the Lord. (laughs) So, we better pray first. (laughs) Praise the Lord. The Bible says to be ready in season and out. So, I'll just act like I'm at Bible school. (laughs) Praise God. But you know, we always got something on the inside. If you're in the Word and you're in prayer, then you always got something. (laughs) Always. God's always stirring something on in you. So praise God. Let's just pray real quick. Then we'll get started. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for the Word of God tonight. I thank you, Lord, for the unction and the anointing that's on the inside. So we just tap into that anointing. Father, we thank you that we have ears to hear what you are saying to us. So we thank you for the word of God tonight. Jesus' name, amen. (laughs) Praise the Lord. (laughs) So, you know, there's there's been some things stirring on the inside of me, and that is simply, I still have my coat on. (laughs) I've been cold all day. My daughter came out of school, and she had her gloves on and everything, and it's raining. I'm like, like, nobody has gloves on, and here's my daughter who's got gloves on. I'm like, why do you have gloves on? And then I saw, like, a mother that had gloves on. I was like, well, okay, I guess it's cold. She's like, it's cold out here. <laughs> and I was like, okay. But it just kind of made me laugh when she came out, <laughs> like, all bundled up. It's cold. <laughs> but, you know, when you were born again, and you asked Jesus into your heart, there became a new identity in you. But a lot of us have past (laughs) that we've grown up with. And so when you come to know Jesus, um, that identity that Jesus gave you, a lot of times we don't associate with that identity. So a lot of times we associate with the past. And so we start walking 
with Jesus. And we go to church, and it kind of goes, you know how pastors have been talking about masquerade, like wearing a mask? It's almost the same, like we wear, um, we have covers on all the time. And so when we talk to people, that, that old past is always there. And so I act the way I act, I talk the way I talk because of what I come from. My experiences in life have a lot of making me who I am. Well, I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to make that mistake ever again. I will never, ever let a man talk to me that way. Have you heard somebody say that? Or I will never let a woman do that again. And so we identify constantly. As I just have been studying, constantly we live in the past. And you, don't, you, you do it so easily that you don't even recognize it. But Jesus has brought us out. He's brought you out of the world. He's made you to seat, seated with him in heavenly places. And he's given us the mind of Christ. He's given us the ability to do anything we need to do. And he's given us an identity on the inside of us. And that identity is the word. But you know, if I'm, if I'm not in the word enough, if I'm in the word just a little bit, well, I, I see myself a little bit, but the minute I go out of the word, it's so easy to step back into what I know me to be. And so I just keep living and have you ever known somebody that's like they just keep making this, the same circle of life? I have even found myself in that circle. It's like, I keep going around this thing again and again and again. And then you, you think you're out of it, and then you go, and it's like, there it is again. You're like, I just want to be out of that. And I want to come over here and be free. But in him... There's such freedom. But it's only by the word of God. And so when we, we get born again, a lot of people think there's a lot of do's and don'ts to be a Christian. But I don't see it as a lot of do's and don'ts. And, but there's just a life that I now live in him. But in that life is my identity, is my freedom to be me. To be me. How many times in life are you not yourself? You put a cover on when you go to work and you become this person. Or you put a cover on in front of your kids. Because you want them to see you like this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're like, oh, you got a cover all right. (laughs) It's called mom. (laughs) No. (laughs) My my one daughter's glaring at me like, "Uh uh-huh. Um, any of you, if you have a middle schooler or you, you're past middle school, but all of you women, you've had middle schoolers. Well, I now have a middle schooler and it, I'm finding things out. (laughs) I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Sometimes you ask questions and it's like, I'm blown away by how I get the answer. And I'm like, I don't think I liked 
the way you said that. <laughs> so, and she looks at me like, whatever. <laughs> so it's like a whole new ballpark <laughs> for me. But over in um, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12, we're going to look there. It says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. So we, we have received not the spirit of the world. You know, but it's so easy to become the world. The Bible says that you're in the world, but you're not of it. But how many times do we look like the world? And you may say, well, I don't go to the bar and I don't do this. I don't go dance. I don't, there's things I don't do that the world does. Well, it can be as simple as getting angry. Uh, just letting everything fly out your mouth. <laughs> you know, they're not keeping your flesh under. That looks like the world. When you go to the workplace, I'm sure that you see a lot. <laughs> That's the world. The Bible says that we're in it, but we're not of it. And so he says, you've received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who's from God. You have it in you. The spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us. So I can walk in freedom. And I can know what God's given me. And by knowing your identity in him, you walk different in this world. You walk more confidently in this world. You go to him in prayer as a child of the Most High God. But God's called us to come out of the world. But when you're in the world all the time, associated associations in the world, every day we are connected to the world. You know, that's something that God's told me about my kids. That you, you, you better have them in the word. <laughs> Not just here and there. But make it a constant habit. And if you don't, you're going to see the world. Because <laughs> they're in the world every day. They're they at school in the world for multiple hours every single day. And they come home just for a few short hours at night. And then they're back in the world again the next day. That can be dangerous. Or I can do my part as a parent and make sure they know who's in them. <laughs> Especially in this day and time. So I don't have to fear the world. I don't have to fear the world system. I don't have to fear the other kids at school, the teachers they may have. You may say, well, how is that? Because I know my identity, and I know who's in them, and so I know their identity, and it's not of this world. And so the, the Lord has told me, Make sure you keep them in the word. And I don't, I don't do so well at that at times because you get busy. And you're like, oh, I did 
do it. Then you try to find the shortcuts of how to do it. (laughs) Maybe that'll work. (laughs) But it's just what's priority. I am here, the poster child, to tell you that I don't have it all figured out. But I I will work really hard at trying to get it figured out. (laughs) In all my working, I hope God honors it. (laughs) But there's, there's times that you make it and there's times that you don't. And some days it feels like there's more times you don't make it than you get it. (laughs) But you know, your kids are your most valuable asset, your most valuable treasure that God has assigned to you. I don't know why we're getting off into kids. (laughs) But the Lord has told me that. You better make sure. It's almost like a warning. Hey, If you'll do your part and you'll make sure that you're feeding them the word, you're getting it in them, just get the word in them. Then that is what will hold them all the years of their life. It'll keep them steady. So I'm like, all right, God, I'm just going to trust you that what you said is right. And that's what the Bible says. If you train up a child in the way they should go, they'll not depart from it. They might wander off. I was one of those. My mom trained me in church and trained me in the way to go, but then I wandered. You weren't that? Right. We know your story. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> your mom is smiling. <laughs> She's like, I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> no. You've told us your story. <laughs> you forgot. <laughs> but you wander off because we've all been there and done that. But they'll come back. I have a promise from God. They'll come back. And so it's, it's their identity that's in them that will keep them. But we're not of this world. And so that goes over into even prayer. When I go to pray to God, if I know my identity, I go with confidence to God. Because the Bible says that I can. I can come into the throne room, and I can talk to him, and he will talk to me. Well, if I don't know who I am, and a lot of times um, we say, well, I know that I'm the righteousness of God, but we don't live, live it. Because we keep associating with how dad was, or how mom was, or where I grew up in. What I grew up in. And it keeps attaching itself to us. So we have to get away from it. And in God so much. That that's who I become. Because it's in us. If you've asked Jesus in your heart. All that he is. Is in you. It's in there. And so you may not see it all the time, but it's in there. So if we give place to that in our lives, we become more like him. And we that should be our desire, to be more like him in this world. In this world. And so knowing my identity will help me to be more of a witness. Full of joy. 
being a child of God in this world. And I can let others know, hey, that's not who you are. But there's something that God has for you that he wants to come back and restore back in you. Because God made us, but he wants to restore it back in us. Praise the Lord. So that's where, that's, I've just been really studying on that. Because even as ministers of the gospel, you can be going along and living life and fulfilling ministry and doing it all well, but there's still that part, if you can call it that. I don't know what that is. That you're like, I could be more effective. I could do more if that wasn't there or if I just didn't feel that way or if I didn't think that way. And so I ask God, well, how do I fix that? Don't you love it when God just says, get in the word? <laughs> you think, well, yeah. <laughs> I could have told you that. <laughs> but you know, the more we get into the word, the more it sets us free. It sets you free. Because there's a devil out there that wants you bound every day of your life. Wants you bound in your mind. Bound in fear. You know, fear is not just the scary movies on TV. Fear has many looks to it. (laughs) And that's that cover we put on. (laughs) But fear can look a lot of different ways in your life. I just want to live a life of no fear. No fear. I'll I'll find myself telling the devil, like, I am not scared of you. I will not fear you. Because the devil comes as a roaring lion. That's what the Bible says. Just, oh, yeah, I'll take this. And it looks like all hell's breaking loose or you're not going to make it out. You ever been there? It looks like I'm not going to make it out alive. (laughs) But you do every time. Because of who's in you. And so it just seems like in this day, in this hour, this time, there's just a major war going on. Not just in the natural. There's a major stuff going on in the natural. I don't know if you keep track or, you know, watch anything or any ministers, but we, we know missionaries over in Iran and just different places, and there there's a lot going on. But it's all what the Bible, what the God has told us, what's coming. And Jesus is coming back sooner than we ever thought before because of all the signs. I heard a minister say the other day that it is so blatant in front of you that Jesus is coming. So blatant. I thought that is, that's what the Bible said, that it was going to be like the days of Noah. You know, Noah's this little preacher saying, Flood's coming, flood's coming. People didn't believe him. Flood's coming, flood's coming. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Well, boy, when that day came, (laughs) they wished they would have listened to Noah. (laughs) Well, that's the day we're living in. People are so naive, just like, 
um, deceived. Well, I'm just going to keep living my life. Why? Because it's just become a habit. <clears throat> that's my identity. That's how I live and that's what I do. No. Why? No. But if we change that identity, we become different. And there's so many attacks going on right now of the devil. Just, I mean, all over. And I told Pastor, it just seems like, like we feel it as a church, just kind of all, in all areas, you feel it. But then like people in the church, it's like every week it seems like somebody's calling, hey, Pastor, will you pray for me? My wife and I just separated today. Hey, Pastor, will you pray for me? This one's in the hospital. Hey, Pastor, will you pray? Like every week, like Monday, we got a text and I was like, (sighs) I was like, what? Another one. I'm like, that stupid devil don't know what he's doing. (laughs) You know, and you, you say, why do you say like that? Because I go to prayer and I am warring against the devil. He's not going to win. And he knows it. But you know what I found out? That there's churches all across the U.S., churches in Texas, ministers we know here or there feeling the same thing, coming against their church, coming against believers. The devil knows his time is up. And he's just throwing things like crazy. But you can't, just don't give in. We are not, what's that scripture? We are not those that draw back. We are not of them that draw back. No. Your identity in you stands up. The devil comes like a roaring lion. He's just that big. He's just that big. Because of what Jesus has done. And so we've been going at it in prayer every day. Every day. It is a spiritual war that we are battling. Because that's, that's part of our job. To guard. So it's like the watchman. Uh, you know, prayers. If you're, you're someone that prays, obviously. But prayers are like watchmen. They watch for when the devil's coming. When the attack is coming, and they war against him. The Bible says you're, you're not warring against flesh and blood. Although it's natural, those attacks that come. But we are battling the devil. Just like he said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. The Bible says that there's principalities in heavenly places that are coming against you. So that's what we do. We just take our authority in those heavenly places, not today. Nope. We take authority. So it's not just something small, take authority. No, nope, we war in prayer. But the good thing is, the good news is, is that you have the victory. You've already got the victory. And so we're, we're just standing. We're standing on the word. We're standing on we have the victory. And so we shall see. You know that there, when we went in January, I only got a few more minutes. I can see that. <laughs> I have my glasses on. <laughs> it seems like way over there. <laughs> I'll be like, Pastor, like, which one do I look at? 
<laughs> There's all these squares up there. I think it's that one. <laughs> I think I listened very well to Jordan, and it's that one. <laughs> but, you know, back in January, we, we just felt, you know, prompted. We knew that this building was coming. And, um, you know, last year, about this time, is when it was all coming together. <laughs> and so we weren't saying anything. It was November, and then coming into December, it was becoming more of a, okay, we're meeting and making deals and seeing what they'll do. And we believed that God was on our side and that God was saying, yes, this is what you need to do. And so in January, uh, we Pastor Mark is a spiritual father to us. And so he was going to be in a week long of meetings. And I said, hey, he's going to be there a whole week. That's some good meetings. <laughs> Not just one or two, but you got five days, morning and night. That's really good. And so it was in Tennessee, so we'd have to drive. We had to have somebody watch our kids. There's a lot of elements to this, but we just felt like we needed to be there. And so we went. And here we're going, and we got, you know, this building coming up and, you know, kind of all this new territory. But he gave us some words while we were there. And, you know, even Marty, Brother Marty was here. He gave us a word back in October was like a year ago and he said the tide is turning to your favor we still let the devil know that because <laughs> the word of the lord isn't just for one moment in time it keeps going and so we let the devil know all the time the tide is turning to our favor to how we want it but brother pastor mark had said when we were there that there was like a a fresh wind that was going to sweep through your church. We've seen that. And it's going to get greater coming through. And he said, you'll look and you'll say, you'll, um, the, the blessings of God will be so much that you'll say, you will know that is the blessing of the Lord. I said to him just today, I was like, you know what? If, if I'm going to say to you or you to me like, this is the blessing of the Lord. It's got to be something big, you know, like to get my attention. <laughs> Not just something small, though God's small blessings are good. But if I'm going to say, that is the blessing of the Lord, it's going to be something that's get your eye. He said, at the end of the year, it'll be stronger than how you started. And he said, it, even though it may seem like the dream has tarried, the vision has been slow going. Now it's coming together. Boy, when he said that, ooh, like, like excited. <laughs> Praise God, because those things are in you. Well, if they're in us, they're in you. We're all the same camp. That makes sense. The same family. And so God's got things in store for us as a church. If it's for your church, then it's for you individually, and it's for your home, it's for your kids, every aspect. So we see the devil coming in like a flood, it seems like, <laughs> one after another, one after another. No, we don't draw back. And so the way we get strong, by this thing right here, I have to stir myself up every day. Otherwise, my mind starts thinking, oh, dear Lord, that doesn't look good. <laughs> Do you see that number? <laughs> that doesn't line up. 
nope, I don't even give thought to it. You can't. That Just what this man of God has been ministering is the walk of faith. So we have a chance to walk it out. So you, you don't know it, but as his um, sermons have actually been God-ordained for our church because attacks have been coming. Attacks have been coming. Not just us and the church, I mean, you individually because I hear it. No matter what the attack is, money, jobs, um, children, um, body, I mean, anything, cancer, Cancer's just a name. It's a name. <laughs> but Jesus is above it. And so we can either draw back and we can get underneath the attack and say, well, I guess I'm going down or it doesn't look real great. No, we're not those that draw back. We are people of faith. And if God's on your side, which he is, You are already the victor. You've already won. So you just stay on the victory side and you see it through. The only way we stay on the victory side is here. You know, God, the Bible says he'll wake you up early in the morning and he'll give you a song. He does that with me. I'll have a, just a little ditty song (laughs) that'll just come up out of my spirit. And it's all about, I'm full of joy. I've got the victory. Jesus is the only name. You name it, just anything. We're walking it out. And so we walk it out together. And then we see the victory. We see the victory. And when it starts popping up, oh, that one got victory. Oh, yes. Praise God. Yep, you got a new job. Praise God. Oh, now it turned, and now you're getting more money than what you thought. Oh, (laughs) we will see those things, the goodness of God in our church. So I just encourage you to come Saturday mornings. We pray here every Saturday morning just on those things. We get into prayer, get into the place of prayer, and we pray it out plan of God for our church, we come against the devil and we stir up faith. And so if you can get here, get here because it will help you fight that good fight of faith. We strengthen each other and that's one way we do by coming here to church, by coming to praying together. That's how we stand strong. And so we, we will go to the other side. We will. We've got a spirit of Caleb. <laughs> Praise God. So that's all I got. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You got one minute. <laughs> we ought to have her preach like that more often. That's good stuff, man. Come on. So, with that being said, let's make our declaration. Because the Bible says, if two agree touching anything, they have what they ask. The Bible says, whatsoever things we say, we have what we ask. So, let's make a declaration tonight. Everybody, close your eyes. You ready? Ready to turn the switch of faith on and make confession of faith as to the Word of God? Say, I have the spirit of faith. 
I have an anointing upon my life, for the Holy Spirit lives within me. It destroys the yoke. It removes the burdens. I've got the spirit of joy on the inside. So I'll laugh at the devil. I'll have victory. I'll have success. Because I'm a winner. I'm not a loser. I've already won. For I've got the victory through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nothing is impossible to him who believes. And I say, I believe. I'm a believer. And believers believe. Therefore, I believe. And I have those things that I believe for. In Jesus' name. So I declare over my marriage. My marriage is healthy. It's strong. It's surviving. It's thriving. In Jesus' name. I speak to my physical body. I speak to my mind. It's healthy. It's whole. It's sound. In Jesus' name. I don't have fear. I have the spirit of power, love, and soundness of mind. Soundness of mind. There you go. Amen. Devil, you're a liar. I've won. I've got the victory. In Jesus' name. So I speak over my church. Devil, take your hands off my church. God, you said whatever I loose, you loose. So loose your power. Loose your spirit in this place. Move mightily. In Jesus' name, we declare it. We expect it. In Jesus' name, amen. Subscribe to this podcast and take a look at all of our social media sites, which can be found at our website, gvchurch.tv. We know that today's message has been a blessing to you. Thanks for listening. We are Genesee Valley Church, loving God, loving people, and loving life.